0: do whatever the hyundai you believe.
1: hey i'm ricky sunhouse jr today i'm ronald sambrose hey this is kenny
0: ross and you're listening to the new
1: podcast
0: podcast covers all things photos it's unfiltered it's unbashed and Ooh,
2: f-
3: we're going f- crazy
0: I unmuted myself this time
1: so you didn't have to hey, do it hey <laughs> welcome to the fuel pod guys actually- welcome to
0: episode
1: right. 50 episode 50. i was actually going to take a second here and just say thank you thank you thank you it's been a year plus um of doing this jay does let's just go with 90 percent of the effort that goes into That's this thing true. so huge shout out to jay for making it 50 episodes huge shout out to However many people come up here and watch, and it seems to be growing on YouTube every week. So you know, thank you guys for watching and checking it out, and everybody. And Ben, it's nine oh one. I apologize. I was running a little late. It's summer outside. The kids were playing. I wasn't going to make them come in, so I apologize for running a little bit late. But uh, my kids were having a good time outside, and I was having fun. Uh, I was having fun chasing them down the hill on a skateboard.
0: Man, I had your back. Did you see my tweet? No, I mean. I said, I was like, "Hey, we're running a little bit behind, but you know what?" Sometimes I see this one happens.
1: I see this one. I see that comment. That, that, that was the I did see.
0: That was the one where where I was relating our uh-huh. show to your uh-huh. booze balls and bad decisions show because
1: Sure, sure, similar sure,
0: sure. situations.
1: Well, and Chad, I'd like to thank happens. you for
0: for the compliment on doing the ninety percent of the work. Uh, Chad does the other ninety percent of the work, and which means we're like Yogi Barrow.
1: Yeah, coming at 180 percent every week. 180
0: percent, and we are 90 percent accurate, 10 percent of the time.
1: <laughs> Benny, can you see me out there, Benny? Where's my camera at? I got my Sun Kiss Zero, ready to roll. Tell your buddy that I'm I rocking the Sun Kiss Zero. It's my favorite. It's like my my crack, I guess. Um, all right, enough about us. What are we doing this week? We're going to do little,
0: we are going to do some Red Bull dominance at Miami. We're going to yeah. do some uh, how how Miami. Uh, Miami stepped up their game for the for the Grand Prix, and not to everybody's like. But we're going to get into that. Uh, we got to talk about the Watermelon Man's punch heard around the world. And, and I've you know.
1: seen I've seen Benny's NASCAR minute for today. And uh, first off, he mispronounces Noah Gregson. Uh, okay. But second, I mean, he does compliment Ross Chastain's right hook. My favorite part about that fight, though, is Chastain smokes him in the face, right? And Gregson is about to level him. I he mean, he, him. he like, he stops, he takes the punch and is coming straight back and is going to beat the hell out of that guy. And uh, yeah, hey, they they got it right then. They stopped him right then.
0: Oh, you see what he's saying? Buzz me in right now. We'll hash this out. Hold on.
1: We, can, we might be able to make that happen. Okay, so
0: real quick segue because we've decided to talk about the punch during the agenda review instead yeah. of during the race.
1: It's okay. We'll come back to it.
0: That's fine. Yeah. And make sure he's available. We'll buzz him in. I'd like to hear his two cents, which will probably be seven, but we'll get there. Um, we'll talk about, uh, well, that's it, man. We can get started.
1: All right. So let's start in Miami being the punch heard around the world. is going to have to wait for a minute for the NASCAR minute. We'll play your video and then we'll bring you in. If you're still awake in 35 minutes or so. Yeah. I'll try to get the link to you.
0: So first let's talk about the crypto.com Miami grand prix. Um, Chad, I don't know if you got a chance to watch the qualifying session. I didn't. Uh, I know Well, I did. I take that back. Day.
1: I was sitting in a restaurant in Dallas during qualifying, and okay. I saw Charles Leclerc go flying. And I was like, I think that that's was all like, you saw. That's all I wow. saw. It's well, that's I mean, all. I, it just happened to be on the restaurant, <laughs> and that's just the point that it was at. You know. Yeah. So, uh, of yeah, so of I mean, yeah, of course he saw that.
0: I mean, so much stuff went on. But uh, so Hamilton was out in Q two, uh, and he just didn't look like he had any pace. Um, uh, Kevin Magnuson was P3 at the end of quality. So I, I don't know yeah. what to tell you there. Well, what's
1: weird. funny is, is I could see it again, sitting in a restaurant Yeah. and I'm looking at it. I was in walk-ons in, in Dallas, Texas, by the way, fabulous restaurant on Saturday. Uh, and I could see it through a couple of banks of TVs and, you know, I'm, I'm listening to my wife and daughter talk and, and I can see it and I can see the Haas logo but Magnuson and Hulkenberg, when you're blind at 42 years old, look a lot alike. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what had happened. You know what I mean? I didn't really know.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, Hulkenberg didn't have nearly as good a qualifying as Magnussen did, obviously, starting on the Clear front row. Yeah. Um, Ferrari and Aston Martin were fast. Red Bull was faster. And that's pretty much about the end of that. We yeah. all know what happened with Claire now. He slid and hit the wall and red flagged the session in P3, which gave some teams... No qualifying time they still ended up qualifying high because they didn't have a time. Uh which was weird. So anyway, that um, was qualifying.
1: First didn't have a time, right? Uh
0: did not, he go no. wide in turn seven? Yeah, he did. He had some he had a really gnarly kind of I don't know, man. It was a weird it was a weird lap. Couldn't really figure out what he was doing there. Of course he was saying the brake balance was off and the dip was off and well then. nothing's ever him. Yeah. We all know that. Uh, anyway let's get to the race um let's start before the race starts so uh you know i can't believe i jumped on the will buxton bandwagon on twitter trying to defend him um well actually i totally can believe i did that because he deserved it um so a lot of people going nuts about these ll cool j driver introductions which i happen to like and wow and you think I thought to, this was going
1: to be an argument between you and I.
0: It's not going to be an argument. And I am going to tell you why. There's a difference. And I know why you thought it was going to be an argument, because I talked about the Americanization of the sport. Exactly. But you still have to put your culture flavor on a race. And our culture flavor is music and intros.
1: And big and bold and yeah. over the top and kind of dumb. But, you know, Katie that we had on last week, I listened to her podcast and she did not like it at all. And I really kind of thought she would because she's kind of like me, a new school F1 fan. She's not an old school F1 fan. You know, she hasn't been watching it since forever. Yeah. Uh, So I thought she would like it. And and for her not to like it kind of threw me for a loop. And then I thought you wouldn't like it because you are kind of the old school F1 fan and not new to the sport. So I thought, well, Jay's going to hate it because he wants tradition and this and that. And I was going to say, you know, lighten up, Francis. But here you are.
0: (laughs) here's the thing with Miami though we have no tradition this is only the second Miami yeah. race this has become a great American, American race yeah and you, you know you got will I am doing like some type of hip-hop orchestra, orchestra. I
1: thought that was yeah
0: which he did great because I mean he's quite the musician anyway and LL and then so LL was trying to engage the drivers after he would introduce them and like Logan Sargent was like let's bring the energy Miami and just kept on going then all the other drivers um just walked right on by him and just went straight to the little driver collection area. But then Lewis Hamilton comes out and he introduces him. And then Hamilton walks over and shake, does one of them man handshake hug type of deals. Yep. And man, you know, I don't have a lot of talent, but I got to tell you, one of them is reading people sometimes. And, um, you could just see the mutual respect on both of their faces. It was like, um, LL was like, Oh my God, I'm meeting Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton was like, Oh my God! I'm meeting LL Cool J.
3: Yeah, kind of deal. Just,
1: I saw where the one of the complaints was. Oh, well, the drivers have to be in their their suit for thirty more minutes. Oh, the drivers are going to have shut up. Yeah, you're getting paid millions and millions and millions of dollars. Oh my God! I'm so sorry that you had to be in your race suit for thirty extra minutes.
0: Yeah, shut I literally up. said watching the race to my buddy. I said, you know, it could be worse. You could be not making a million dollars.
1: Shut. You close your <laughs> mouth stop do what they ask you to do get the go out there and jump around and act like an idiot for the fans you know okay. the people that are paying you you know god forbid you show just a little <coughs> hint of emotion for the people that are paying you
0: yeah Anyway, that it, was- it, it
1: did it, it frustrated me when when i've heard that opinion out there and and yeah right we paid for it i get it they are entertainers we're paying them for their racing skill i understand that yeah but Be a smart promoter of your brand which is you and go out there and jump around and play to the crowd i guarantee if they would have done that with danny rick he would have been all over the place and everybody would have loved it
0: it would have been a show yeah and we wouldn't have heard the the scuttlebutt we heard the next day on twitter
1: real quick because he would have gone out there and had a blast sorry
0: buxton's uh tweet the next day you know and i'm loosely paraphrasing but it's totally him he was like he's like the internet for f sake you know he's yeah. like nothing makes you guys happy ever and he goes i he goes I'm not American and he goes I really loved it and then under his con under his tweet it's probably a hundred Americans going oh it was terrible it was awful it was so cringe no. and first off I just wished and I, I, I tweeted back to Will and said I just wish that word would just completely fall out of our vernacular I really do I'm just so sick of hearing it the
1: whole cringe thing yeah 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 It was like 10 years ago when everything was corny. Like we did when we were in the 80s, okay? In the 90s. It it was like 10
0: 10 years ago, everybody was saying epic for everything. And I'm like, dude, the Ten Commandments was epic. The Sistine Chapel is epic. The Odyssey is epic. Passing a guy on a racetrack is not epic, man. No. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm with you, man. Anyway, so to the actual race, we had a really clean start. Uh, With the exception of Nick DeVries, who was doing his little bump and run action he likes to do, and nailed Norris a little bit, but I think he nailed Albin a little bit. Anyway, DeVries can't start a race without hitting somebody anyway, so other than that, it pretty much went as expected. And here's another thing. People talked about it being boring again this year, and they had a F1 record number of overtakes in that race. I didn't know that. It was like 204 overtakes in that race. But that's for the...
1: Was that for the whole weekend though? That's for the whole weekend, right?
0: It Was for the race, as far as I know. I mean, 200. we can look it up later, but it was something ungodly. It was ridiculous. That I seems mean, like a lot. Magnuson and Leclerc probably had ten on their own, just overtaking each other.
1: Just going back and forth. Yeah, they like, battled it out for like thirty-seven laps or something like that.
0: So literally, at some point, you're you know you you watch this race and people were saying it was boring, and you got it. You almost got a picture of Russell Crowe standing in the middle of the circuit, going, "Are you not entertained?" Yeah, I don't understand. You know? I mean,
1: anytime somebody in F one comes from ninth to win, that's yes. a pretty big deal. Well, it's th- not as big
0: a deal anymore. When it's I when get it, it but
1: still, I mean, he had to pass those people. Yes, and and they're not bunches of people most of the time. You know, it's, then, it's singular one at a time.
0: And then Red Bull, of course, had to tell Checo to slow down for a bunch of laps because they needed Max to win the. Re- anyway, we'll get to that later.
1: Um, that happened because I missed I'm that, for, if it, or is that truthful J?
0: I'm pre-setting the tin foil, yeah. so you might as well right. just get ready for it. Here we go. Multiple monitors. Okay.
1: So <laughs>
0: so, um, Alonso tried to get Perez on the jump. It's what he said he was going to do. It didn't happen. He tried to go around the outside of Turn One. He fell behind Perez, and that's where he stayed for the rest of the entire race. Yeah. Um. But dude, and you might disagree with me, and that's totally okay, and it's fine. But discounting Red Bull, I thought most of the teams had returned to form this week. Or at least returned to where they should be.
1: I was really happy to see the McLaren return to where they were supposed to be. That's pretty excited about Red, that. In the yeah,
0: back. I, I saw that. Um, I was happy. Alfie, yeah, I
1: felt like everybody was kind of where they thought we thought they were going to be all year long. Gasly Gats- had
0: a great race.
1: Yeah, with the exception of Aston Martin still being a step above where we thought they were going to be. Everybody kind of fell in line with where they've been for the majority of the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we can talk about. I, I don't know if you saw the end of the, the rundown this week, but I actually added the standings for a that, bunch yeah. of the series that we I covered. Did see that. Uh, so you can see that Alpine is somehow still fighting McLaren for position. Well, because the
1: because they took each other out in that one race.
0: That's true. That's you true. know they
1: they both were out in that one. Uh, uh-uh. That and that's going to take care of itself. That's going to end up the first four set. And number six is going to be Alpine by the end of the year. So we got one Red Bull, two Aston Martin. Mercedes may make a run at Aston Martin. They'll be number two, um, depending on some stuff that I have in my uh, podiums later. But Ferrari's going to fall in at four, which is such a step backwards. They were two last year, right?
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to end the season at four.
1: Where do you think they're going to end up at? Um,
0: I think they'll be three by the end of the year.
1: They pass Aston Martin or Mercedes?
0: They'll pass Mercedes. Aston Martin will be second.
1: You don't think – I mean, there's six points separating Aston Martin and Mercedes. There's 20 points separating Mercedes and Ferrari.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there, man. I'm with you. Be the difference. But let's talk about You're trying to be the Ferrari
1: homer. I get it.
0: Yeah. Let's – although I'll be the one that picks on them the most. Watch. Always. Um,
1: Always. You're always harder on your own team.
0: Let's talk about Mercedes this weekend. So, first off, George Russell – and you, you know I'm not a big Russell fan. For sure. But, dude, guy really impressed me with Racecraft this weekend. I feel like he's um, gotten
2: better this year.
0: Yeah. It, it, this, I mean, he's just killing it. He really is. And then yeah. Hamilton, and I told you at work today, I, yeah. I started rooting, for, and I didn't mean to. It was subconsciously. I rooted for Hamilton for like 20 laps before I started. I just was like, wait, what? <laughs> Snap out of it, man. That's funny he was fighting so hard and i think it was just that underdog fight and i love i love a good underdog fight and he really oh my god i can't believe i'm gonna say this he really got his elbows out and, just two
1: weeks in a row for you
0: and and, and a term you
1: hate the you said it twice
0: <laughs> yeah we yeah we could still need to do the drink the drinking game on that one race because i, I counted it this weekend and it was just absolutely deplorable how many times they said elbows out but Anyway, I thought Mercedes had a good race, but my favorite part of the entire race, and you brought a an excellent question to the table on this one that I didn't even think of. I was just enjoying it, was um, Ke- Kevin Magnuson and Charles Leclerc were in a, like a 30-lap fight. I
1: think I read that it was 37 laps.
0: Oh, I didn't even, I was just taking a wild stab at it. It 30. 37 laps, yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah. they they changed positions, I don't know how many times. A bunch. And it was, I mean, literally neck and neck and wheel and wheel, front wing on front wing. But um, you brought up a really good point that you asked the question because I just liked it. I didn't even care who it was. Yeah. Um, So anyway.
1: So before I ask the question, first I want to welcome everybody to the podcast. We did that a minute ago. But if you're listening on ESPN 105.1 in Paris, thank you for listening. Um, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please like and subscribe and leave a review. And, and think about coming to watch us on YouTube. If you can't watch us live on Monday night, I understand. But try to come on and watch it because you could have seen me try to kill a mosquito for the last couple of minutes, which is a good time. And you get to see all of our cool facial expressions and all the dumb stuff we do. You're going to get to see Benny here in a little bit. You get to see the Benny video. Um, okay, going back to the question. K-Mag and LeClaire fight it out for 37 okay. laps, right? The part Before I ask the question, the part that bothered me Magnuson's in front. Okay. LeClaire passes him. Right. Yes. That should have been the end of it. K Mag comes back and passes him. Okay. At that point, who does that say more about? Ferrari, Haas, K Mag, or Leclerc?
0: Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna preface what I'm about to say. Okay. Because F1 Farmer is gonna say it in the chat if I don't. Sorry? It's important to note that Magnuson and Leclerc are both driving a Ferrari. Okay. Haas is in a Ferrari. So it's Ferrari on Ferrari, actually. A hundred percent.
1: But we all know. Back to your
0: original question. Just because it's a Ferrari
1: versus Ferrari does not mean those teams are equal.
0: Right. But I think you and I have both said that both Haas drivers, if given a better car, would be just as good as anybody on the field. A hundred percent. Hulkenberg and Magnuson. Absolutely. Um,
1: But he doesn't have a better car than Leclerc.
0: And I honestly think, and Chad, I think you know this from being a sports fan. I think Magnuson came to play, man. I think it was seriously in an any given Sunday situation. I think it looks bad on Leclerc and good for Magnuson. Because Leclerc should have been fighting up front. Yeah. I mean, given the expectation for that team. Um, but man, it was a it was it was joyous to watch them go like that and not wreck each by the way, they didn't wreck each other out. Didn't it touch each Magnus- other, right? No, and K. Mag is a notoriously aggressive driver. Yep. And Leclerc is one of those drivers. If you push him too far, he can get he can get bent quick too.
1: So if you notice, if you're talking about that, I mean, should, something I brought up in the podium again, podium and backmarker again. Um, but so what I was going to say there, the only thing I disagree with you on is I think it says more about Ferrari than it does about Leclerc, because something Christian Horner said a long time ago that it's 50-50 car and driver. You can't have a good car you can't you you can have the best car in the world but if you don't have a good driver it doesn't matter you can have the best driver in the world but if you don't have a good car it doesn't matter i think those two drivers are probably closer than we give them credit for being oh yeah do you know what i mean but a haas ferrari, a haas ferrari should not be able to keep up with charles leclerc's or ferrari you know what i mean like historically that shouldn't happen well i guess not historically because they've been good before but this year last year whatever the last couple of years the haas should not have been able to battle with a ferrari for 37 laps yes for a couple of laps absolutely yeah not for 37 and not retake that position
0: and i think we have to look at some probably some intangibles um uh, one being that leclerc did wipe out during well
1: so maybe being cautious
0: yeah he was probably a little more either he was cautious or his team was telling him to be more cautious True. which i can totally see with for i can't do uh, they would totally do it, it's it's not a defense of of what you're trying to say because you're absolutely correct you're 100 correct so um yeah leclerc should have passed him and been done with it and you know magnuson was that mosquito in your room right now that you can't kill you know yeah. he just kept yeah. coming back so he just flew through again i feel like what, a, you know, like what you like what okay brought it back a, to the mosquito in real life. okay so uh, but yeah, I thought it, I thought it was excellent to watch, though you know, even discounting all those things you just said. Um, but yeah, that was a very good point. The other piece was uh, I don't know if you got to see this or not, but when Verstappen they went three wide into a turn in Miami, which some of those turns aren't very wide, and he passed, did a double overtake. On two I did not see were, this. What lap was this? I want to say this was probably halfway into the race or okay. whatever, um, and he was working his way up. And And I want to say it was Gasly and somebody else fighting for position, maybe Hawkenberg. And one of them went wide on a turn, and Verstappen's just back there hanging out. And one of them went wide on a turn, and then um, Verstappen just dove down while they were duking it out, and they ended up three wide in a turn, and, and Verstappen went right through. And it was brilliant. I mean, when he, when I say he went through, it was Red Bull style going through. Like, he passed him and was gone. Yeah. Like, they weren't even driving. So That's crazy. Anyway, that was a cool thing. And then Alpine yep. back in the mix this weekend after we've said over and over and over week after week that they're just not performing where they should be. Um, yeah, it was
1: nice to see them in there.
0: Yeah, it was nice to see them in there. So, um, next up, uh, we get a week off from F1, awesome. but then we have a very rare... Triple header F1 coming up after this week.
1: On, I'm excited about it,
0: yeah. And it's three three of my favorite ones to watch um, Emela, Monaco, and Spade. I love Emela, I, I know you do. Um, the, the let go,
1: I hate of Monaco. Monaco. <laughs> What's Not funny though is Holly. virtually, uh, I did race Monaco this week, It okay. Took me three nights to do it because I kept having to pause in the middle of sessions, right? Um, but I usually, you know, me, I race Monaco. I'm terrible. 20 laps in, I'm not going to get points. So I'm just like, okay, I'll DNF it. This week, I was like, I'm going to finish this stupid race. There you go. And I got, tw- words. I got 12th. So I was really happy. I yeah. started 20th and got 12th. I was really happy with that. So I okay, hate to go so a little less today.
0: You did eight overtakes.
1: I was really happy with that.
0: On a track that does not offer overtake opportunities. I was
1: really, really happy with that. You should I, be proud. Yeah. I got. I did get driver <laughs> of the day. Okay. Uh, so I was very I didn't get points, but I did get top 12 which is better than normal for me.
0: Yeah. So, so. that's uh that's pretty awesome. Um anyway, so thats that's what we got coming up in in F1 uh awesome. for the next 4 weeks, one week off and three straight races. Um ripped from the paddock, oh. only got 3 this week.
1: Holy crap. What? Your ripped from the paddock is and I didn't know this. Is my back marker. Article on F1. Is he the new Kyle Bush? That's what okay. that's about. That's what that's about. I read it. I didn't know that was on the route from the paddock. Oh. That is okay, well, funny.
0: That is so, funny. I, did, I was we'll trying to figure about out where it. you were going with that. I was going to say, hey, our fourth <laughs> one is that whatever you were trying to say about about the article with Leclerc. Um, yeah, so. So the first one is after another crash in Miami, and that's kind of misleading because the crash was in qualifying, not in the race. Uh, typical, yeah. typical media trying to trying to grab some clicks um after another crash in miami leclerc needs to reset his winner bust mentality
1: okay so i don't know if this is exactly the same article but it okay. is written with i don't remember that headline but it's pretty close but it basically says that over there they called it winner bin. they said yep. that he is in a winner bin mentality and if he doesn't fix that he is never going to be a champion no, he, he, won't. Re- he wrecks too often. He has too many issues. And they just said, I can't remember if they actually s- phrased it like this, but I think it was, is he overdriving his talent level? Yeah. And I said, is he the next Kyle Bush? Because that used to be what Kyle Bush was known for until I he calmed a, down and then he won a championship. Can
0: I make a relation to, a, to an analogy to another sport? 100%? Uh, football. Brett Favre, first year on the Packers. Uh, I don't know if you were already playing fantasy football back then, but but I was, and I had Brett Favre on my team.
1: You're older than I am.
0: Uh, but, man, you never knew which Brett Favre you were going to get that first season. He'd come out and throw four touchdowns, and then the next week, four interceptions. Yeah. And he was in that winter until somebody, I don't know who it was, that backed him off and said, man, I'd rather you throw two touchdowns and have a decent amount of yards, you know, at some yeah. point. But it was that same, any sport where you take that, I'm gonna win, or I'm or I'm gonna flame out. You're never gonna be the champ you want to be. So yeah, he's
1: gonna to have to. Hold
0: on, hold on just a second.
1: Okay, I'm getting. I'm texting Benny here to. He's in, he's in here. I'm just. That's I'm gonna tell him how much time. Probably five minutes until it's yeah. his go time here. So okay, so Toto Wolf Lodge, uh Hamilton's Mega Miami Drive as he admits the w14 is poisonous
0: there's a lot in that statement there's
1: a lot in that statement
0: i think it actually had, pretty much has the whole article in it but so he's praising hamilton for a mega i don't know if i'd call it a mega miami drag. that's their new version of epic over there what did he finish six uh six i think ninth okay.
1: maybe did he finish that far back well
0: what, what when was, did, where did Russell finish
1: i don't know well you're well we were you're giving your opinion here i'll uh i'll pull up the,
0: the results so i i think my or hamilton had enough of a good drive that it got me focused on it for 20 laps i know that yeah um but i think it is very telling that wolf says that himself that the w14 is poisonous to drive although then uh-huh. again toto's always been that kind of on- the nose guy that calls it like he sees it
1: uh, Hamilton did finish sixth. George okay. Russell was fourth. Okay. So, Leclerc seven, Pierre eight, Esteban nine, K. Mag ten. Okay. And Yuki, where did Yuki finish? Eleven. Always number eleven.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Outside the point. Um. So, anyway, uh, I thought it was cool what Toto said, and I thought it was cool that he's back in Hamilton's play. Of course, they're trying to get a contract signed, so that's a, that may be part of it too. Yeah. But uh anyway, that was that one. Then the last one was I was dreaming of a little more than one point, admits Kevin Magnuson after starting on row two in Miami.
1: Which good for him for, for yeah. wanting more than a point, you know. I mean you, you start on row two, you you think you're gonna do better. Yeah. Um you know, I was really hoping he would finish in that seven, eight, nine range. But it's okay. I mean, a point's a point's a point, man.
0: Didn't they get both of the Haases in points?
1: No, he was uh Hulkerbert's fifteen.
0: Oh, okay, that's right. I mean, they're um,
1: sitting in seventh right now, overall yeah. points, ahead of Alfa Romeo, AlfaTari, and Williams. So, I mean, they're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. What, I, mean, I can't yeah. remember where we predicted them. I think we predicted it somewhere in that eight, nine, 10 range.
0: Oh, I've got a sheet somewhere. I'll find it. Yeah, I would like to know. It. I
1: know you picked McLaren last. I think.
0: Oh, I did nine or ten. Yeah. I think definitely. Williams
1: is going to have to is going to have to come through for you, not to be, them to be not to be
0: last yeah Logan Sargent, you know the the American boy local. He had an issue American, though, right yeah he grew up 15 minutes away from the Miami circuit but the cool the weird thing about it was like he had absolutely admitted um I, I was gonna put this in rip from the paddock but I ended up reading the article so can't really do that um but he admitted he's like he's like I hit I tapped or hit something in the first four laps and it ruined the car for the rest of the race and so did,
1: uh, did you ever did you go back I didn't see the first four laps did you go back and see what he hit? Yeah, yeah but I, did,
0: I didn't see anything. I think maybe something flew off and hit him. I gotcha. didn't see where he'd hit anything. Gotcha. Uh, so anyway, that was that. was that. Now, my question before we do Benny's minute, uh, does he want to talk about this punch and this nudge before we do the minute, or does he want to do the, the minute now?
1: Benny, shake your head one way or the other. You want to do I'm, the minute first, or you come on? Okay, he wants to come on and talk first. All right, here, we're bringing Benny in the streets Oh, live. boy. Guys, Hi, it's, Benny.
0: It's, it's about, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is a true there on we, we had no idea Ben was gonna be on tonight and want to come on yeah. here and talk about Noah you called him Noah Grayson, but Noah that's, Jackson, I mean
0: that's that's close enough. It's close enough. Uh, here's my thing. Does anybody care what his name is after that? No. I don't think he knows what his name is after no. that <laughs> so You could probably so, tell him his name is Noah Grayson. He'd be like, Yep, that's me. That's so what me. did you
1: want to argue about here? What what is your what is your opinion on this? So here, here here's my
3: deal. Okay. And I I I don't do Ross Chess thing, guys. I don't do him. I don't he. I don't get him. Okay, so I, I actually gave him a little bit of respect last year at Martinsville when he floors it and just rides the rail all the way around. I thought, man, that's that's a pretty cool move. And then, uh, you know, during during the uh, the beginning of this season and through to where we've been this week, it's just. I mean, he can't stay out of trouble. I mean, he's 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 always moving somebody and he's always bumping somebody and he's always getting into somebody, which if you're winning races and you're winning championships, then I think that that's fine. Kyle Bush can do that because Kyle Bush has done it forever, right? Senior did, yeah. So the, you, you brought it up, Jazz great. So Dale Jr. on his podcast today talked about um, Chastain being pretty close to Dale Sr. And, I mean, people on Twitter were just lighting him up. But, but what Junior said was, if track house and Chastain do not start capitalizing on this, then they're just, they're absolute fools. He said, you know, when dad was winning races and moving people and he said, you know, dad would crash somebody. And then he would come back and say, Oh, did did, did I, did I bump into somebody? Man, that car was loose. I didn't, I didn't know if I did, you know I mean? He just, he always played it off. And, and one of the things junior said was awesome. He said, you know, senior didn't come to the racetrack one day and say, I'm now the intimidator or I'm now the man in black, you know, marketing did that. And he said, yeah. man, if you're Ross Chastain, you got to start marketing that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like Chastain because he holds a little special place in my heart. He was the first winner when we started the podcast. So oh, yeah. his first win, his first podcast. win was our first podcast. Yeah. Okay. The first one. Yeah. So,
0: And you came on with the the huge, and I had no clue who he was. And you came on with the huge biography of, him being a third-generation melon farmer, yeah, absolutely. We started calling yeah. him the official, unofficial, official driver of the yep. of the fuel pod. Um, But let me, I, I, Chad, if you don't mind, I'd like to do no, my two whatever. cents on the punch. So, Benny, I'm actually in your camp on this. Uh, nice,
3: I Benny's always that, right, Jay. You're going to learn that, brother.
0: <laughs> they uh, <coughs> they definitely need to market it better. I mean, he needs to put like a fist on his hood that says "One Punch Man." Yeah. And, uh, and maybe blacken that car a little bit and just run straight carbon fiber. And, but here's the thing. You don't see it. To me, the the coolest part of the whole thing wasn't the punch. If you blink, you'll miss it. He punches this guy and you could hear it for miles. Oh yeah. And then you immediately see Gregson come back with a punch. He punched him and threw the Philly shell block up to block the first one before they pulled, pulled them apart. Yeah. So there was a lot of people I read on Twitter saying, Well, you saw Chastain duck behind somebody and he didn't want to get hit. That's not true. He threw he the his first right
1: block. shoulder. He put his he put his arm up. He for sure yeah. did. Yeah. And
0: it was, and it was a bit- good well, first and I punch. Mean that- you
1: don't see a good first punch like that very often in NASCAR anymore. That was no. a good first punch.
3: Well, and and you that know NASCAR, what else? I mean, the NASCAR official that was there, I mean, that dude was, I mean, that's a big
0: fella. And he was yeah. on top of it. <laughs> yeah. The other piece is, man, if you want to lose a fight, start talking about it too much, right? You know, kind of thing. It, you got Gregson monologuing, and then he made the definitely don't screw with a southern person on this mistake and grabbed him by the. Get oh
1: yeah, that was a bad
0: move. That's it, man. You're going to get punched in and, the face.
1: And Ross said stop <laughs> twice.
0: Yes. Before yeah, he, he goes, before he go, stop, stop, dude.
1: Stop, stop. bang.
3: <laughs> but here's, you know, here's where I like it from Gregson's point of view, though. The guy's not, I mean, he's nobody. I mean, he's he's finishing the back of the pack all year long. But what who are we talking about this week? You know, who's oh, yeah. everybody talking about this week. I mean, yep. he's he's gotten some publicity. So I mean he knows how to play the game a little bit. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah, even
0: bad publicity is publicity. So yep. yeah. Absolutely. You know. Anyway, I thought it was cool. cool. Let's talk about uh the, that Hamlin uh Larson yeah
3: so I mean you guys know the guy everybody listening knows I'm a Hendrick Motorsports guy I love Kyle Larson I mean I just love him um I I was super high on Kyle Larson you know back when he was driving for Jip Canassi and I mean it was just I've just been a fan of his and um you know of course I wanted to see him win but I loved what Kyle said after and I touched on this in a minute which you guys can probably just skip it now but um he, you know, Larson says, "Hey, man, I was I was loose, and he was better than me those last probably two laps." And he said, "You know, in the same situation, I'd have done the same thing." So, um, okay, well,
0: that's cool. I didn't see that. Very yeah, no,
3: yeah, Kyle said, I mean, yeah, Larson come out and said that. Yeah, so, um, you know, he said Denny was better than me, and and I was a little loose, and you know, he kind of got into me, but, um, but I, but I mean, I, I applaud Denny for making the move. You know, Denny's yeah. been known in the past to you know be really conservative and to yeah, you know to not sure. push the push the envelope and you know and he did here so i mean I, I think it's good for the good for the track good for the fans
0: yeah and i mean i'm not a gigantic um larson fan i i was a hendrick guy back in the day though i mean i you know it was gordon and labani and yeah. and those guys and uh and it's way back in the day wow chad thanks man. i mean
1: labani <laughs> gordon's not i still feel like gordon that was, was the number five years cornflakes
0: ago. car man you know i remember Terry, Terry, Le Bonny, Le Bonny. Man. Terry Labonte. Um corpus so, christi texas yeah i still remember johnson coming in as a rookie and it was like jeff gordon 2.0 yeah uh, well and jeff so, found him you know i mean yeah. Jeff. <laughs> jeff
3: found
2: him yeah what's crazy so, is
1: you know just sitting here talking about it, jimmy johnson wasn't a great it, what was it called then was it the bush series in he wasn't great there no he wasn't And then he comes up and just dominates the the cup. Well, and
3: and you know what's crazy about Jimmy, too, is he comes from motocross background. He doesn't come from sprint cars and go-karts. I mean, he's a motocross. Oh, I didn't know
1: that. Yeah. Well, I bet Mikey somewhere is having a a coronary. That's his favorite driver of all time.
0: Well, you know, I I really like getting to see Jimmy run his uh, Shelby Cobra Coupe at Goodwood last year, too, which he ran it off the track and went full NASCAR on that one. We've only brought that up 20 wall. times. I love that race. <laughs> but, um, and that's Mikey's just now getting into Goodwood too, so I wanted to bring that up since we needed to give Jimmy a little bit of love there.
1: And uh, what's funny, we're talking about Jimmy Johnson still. Um, he goes out of IndyCar, and I have a newfound love of IndyCar. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you guys, just I'm going to plug it for just a second. If you've not seen the show 100 Days to Indy, it's on the CW and it's hard to like find it. I have YouTube TV, so for me I got to watch like 700 ads to get the show through. It is a fantastic show. It's a it's got a lot of Drive to survive stuff in it. Yeah. But it's really good. It's really well done. You kind of meet the drivers families and stuff. It's 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 only two episodes in so far, but it's a really good show. So anybody and- out there that wants to get into it, it's
0: good. Benny, we're still waiting on that season one drive to survive review from you. So, you know,
3: Uh, yeah, Dude, I'd like man. you to do a bit
0: on that, man. If you if you do end up watching, if you don't, you don't. And that's the thing. But if you do, do a five-minute review on season one. We'll throw it up here and we can take a break. Absolutely. And use the restroom we'll do and out.
3: I'll do it. I'll get to it. I mean, I I, uh, I was telling Chad this. We were talking earlier this week. I mean, you know, I enjoy listening to you guys. Uh, a lot of times on Wednesdays, I'm either chasing a softball game or a baseball game or practice of one of the two. But, um, it's, it's, it's good to go always go back and play it back. But, um, I'm just, I'm learning guys. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm an old, you know, just a <laughs> Southern Oklahoma boy that loves him a nice you know, and, uh, but I'm learning. I mean, I, I dig it.
1: It's fun, yeah. man. It, it is, is. It's a fun, it's a fun racing series once you get into it.
3: And I don't
0: yeah. know if you heard Katie last week. She was like, she started Monaco, just found yeah. herself in Monaco the week before the Monaco Grand Prix, which I wish I could do that. But anyway, yeah.
1: yeah. That's like and the Daytona went 500.
0: Her, went back to her wherever she was staying and binge watched the first season of The Drive to Survive. And that was it. She yeah. was hooked. That was That's it. That's cool, man.
1: Now, I will say sometimes the show is better than the race. That's like, true. I mean, now there's some things that are happening this year that I, I'm so ready for the Netflix version of what happened. You know, I want to know what happened. You um, do that I'm, every year, though, Chad. Oh, I know. A lot of times it is better like to yeah. watch the show than it is to be in the moment, the race weekend. I know that's weird. but Anyway, Benny, thank Good you for coming guys. on here with us. Thanks, man. Have yep. a wonderful evening.
3: Later, boys. Later, buddy.
1: That's Benny in the streets. Follow him on Twitter, at Lewis 10 And now I don't have to play the, the Benny in the streets
0: video. Oh, man, I was still hoping you would. You want me to? Dude, he puts work into it. Let's put it up All right, there.
1: We'll put it up there. He did a great yeah. job. All right, here it is.
0: It's time for the NASCAR right. oh, Minute. right now. Break it up.
2: All right, fellas, NASCAR Minute. Uh, great race on Sunday, uh, Kansas. Huge racing surface. Uh, three sometimes four wide uh, just lanes all over the racetrack people able to move here there bottom top everywhere in between great racing um, phenomenal racing in Kansas for sure Denny Hamlin gets the win Kyle Larson and Denny probably the best two cars on the on the racetrack uh, the entire day Kyle gets a little loose on the backstretch Denny bumped him a little bit um, ends up getting a pass and, and Denny takes the checker um, you know, Kyle talked after the race and said, you know, Denny was just a little bit better than me on that last run. Um, you know, didn't didn't fault him for, for moving him out of the way or anything like that. Drama on the day, exciting drama on the day. Noah Grace finally has enough of Ross Chastain's BS, and I am right there with him. I'm 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 so sick of Ross Chastain. The guy is an absolute idiot. He he wants to be a young Kyle Bush, he wants to be Dale Earnhardt, but he doesn't have the credibility to back that up. He doesn't have the wins, he does I mean, so, you know, Noah Gregson gets uh, gets ticked off at him after the race, they confront each I mean, Ross actually connects with a pretty good right hook, hit him right on the chin. Um, so they have a little scuffle, it's always exciting when you get those drivers and, and tempers flared and things like that. Diddy finishes first, like I said, Kyle second. William Byron, uh, you know, another strong day for the Hendrick guys, ends up finishing third. Bobble Wallace fourth and then Ross Chastain. Uh, rounds out the top five. On to Darlington this week, uh, going to be an absolute blast. The Darlington throwback, all the fun throwback paint schemes, things like that. Uh, it's always a fun time, going to be a good weekend. So back to you guys.
1: I'm so glad we went ahead and played that because you got to hear him say Noah Grayson's name wrong, and he got to call Ross ain't an idiot.
0: Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, it was Okay.
1: So so do we want to go into the other forms of racing we didn't skip no, it mike I'm, we didn't skip it
0: um, um no let's go ahead and do our podiums and back markers while miami is right. still kind of fresh on everybody's mind
1: well let me get the music going hold on a second i gotta turn it down just a little bit it gets
2: real loud
0: all my tinfoil foil stuff is in my podium so you might want to turn the music down when i do mine for sure okay just <laughs> got it you're saying it
1: all right so does that mean you want me to start since yeah, you're going to have ahead. all the fun stuff? Please. Um, Chad's podiums. Number three, Emma upgrades. Why is, that, why, why is that on my podium? It's because yeah, Chad, other, why is
0: that on your podium?
1: Because the other nine teams are on my <laughs> back markers, and we're really okay. hoping. Uh, there's a lot of rumors, and even Christian Horner's kind of announced that the Mercedes car may look completely different in a couple of weeks. So that's okay. good news. And then he just said Ferrari's got a lot coming. So I'm just hoping we can tighten that gap up because it doesn't matter if you're a Red Bull fan, if you're a George Russell fan, if you're a Ferrari. It doesn't matter. It's no fun to watch a team just run away with it. We talked about it last year. We thought Leclerc was going to do it. It doesn't matter. Nobody likes watching that. So I'm hoping the upgrades are good. I hope they do a good job. Aston Martin's my number two just because they continue to just keep chugging along, and I love watching it. And number one, I have kind of – kept red bull off my podiums but deck i mean like they're one two every week you every can't. week they're one two so i guess they're here until they they're not one two i don't know so yeah all right jay let's get to your podium man you got a lot of podiums bro all
0: right so my podium is red bull the number one driver red bull the number 11 driver red bull the energy drink red bull the toilet paper the number 14 red bull light with the aston martin livery and then the entire red bull team christian horner adrian newey by the way is the technical director that designed that car so he probably deserves 99 99 of the lion's share of praise and hannah schmitz is their Hello. Um, strategy race strategy director um okay so the good stuff first the good stuff is red bull deserved it and there was there was just man they just i mean i couldn't believe it i mean they were the 27 yanks out there you know this past week and they have been every week, every week. um the tenfold hat move that i've got that i really want to bring up and maybe let you guys let the thoughts fester during the week is that before the race started checo perez was there was any number of interviews where he's walking around and he's smiling and laughing and having a good time when he came out of the tunnel during the LL Cool J interview, he looked like he just got brow beaten by somebody. He looked like he just took Ross Chastain's punch. Um, And I really think somebody got to him and said, hey, Max is winning this weekend, period. And the reason, and at first I dismissed it, but then we got later into the race, way later into the race. Max is not pitting. Uh, Checo's catching him. He's got it down to, you know, 15 seconds or so. Then out out of the blue in two laps max was 18 seconds ahead of him and max calls into christian horner or to the his race engineer and says hey what's the you know what's it looking like on the pit stop he's like well when you come in you'll come out 1.7 behind uh Checo. and about two and a half laps later he comes in and he came out 1.67 behind che- Checkout. yeah
1: i mean that, so that i think checker got told though. to slow down that math's not hard. I mean, it's yeah, and seconds I get what you lose on the It is the for board. you
0: to figure out how it is when you're coming out of the pits.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> true.
1: I hate that Pit game. Math. Pit math <laughs> on that game is broken.
0: Yeah. So, I just feel like, I feel like Checo was spoken to, air quotes. I don't, and yeah. I know you're going to disagree with me, and it's fine. But he yeah. just did not have the demeanor that he had before the race started
1: here's what i'll say on that i'm not 100 that i'm catching that mosquito again i'm not 100 disagreeing with you right i'm not 100 percent. only because it's f1 and f1 is rife with with team orders and doing what's best for the, the if it was nascar or if it was anything else i would say you're crazy but just yeah. the fact that it's f1 means that it probably is happening and i finally got him um anyway so i don't completely disagree with you i think there is a sliver of possibility that that happened because I was watching that and thought it was really weird that it went from Checo catching and then all of a sudden it's a huge leap. Yeah. So,
0: anyway, it completely fell off and it just—I was just sitting there getting.
1: And the getting announcer right. actually said something about it. He was I running identical. Well, he was. They. Checo asked what his lap times were. Yeah. And they were identical on new tires, and they were identical to, to Max's on old tires. And they were like, oh, that's kind of disheartening or whatever. And. He should be running faster. He has new tires.
0: Yeah.
1: And the only way you're running slower there is if you're actually asking, am I hitting the lap times you're wanting to hit? You know what I mean? So there is a little validity there, I think. Anyway, sorry, go ahead with your podiums.
0: Oh, man, that was it. That was it for the podiums. Okay. Did
1: You, you didn't get Red Bull the Flamethrower.
0: Oh, I forgot Red Bull the Flamethrower. It's one of my favorites. really
1: ones. love that one. They do, <laughs> they do like that. It's a big hit with the kids.
0: Yeah. All right,
1: markers. Get the right music going. And just, I want to give a little shout out to Beck here. Um, he's always our our backmarker music. And I just want to give a shout out to him because he lets us use it on YouTube without any copyright issues. Uh, and that's why you didn't hear Wicked Garden today. It's because it is a copyright issue on YouTube. So thank you, Husha, to Beck for not trying to monetize literally everything. Uh, my yeah. backmarkers, number, number three, the other nine teams in F1. Very similar to what it was last week because can somebody it's just exactly put a yeah uh, mclaren number two back in the back where they belong see ya. and number one Leclerc, i'm just a little irritated with him fight with magnus and he needs to be better
0: that's all okay. i got all right so my number three is mclaren and not because i, I want them back there they're I you agree. know they're one of the great success stories and in, in formula one i think they're the second or third most winning team in f1 history Uh, But they they belong in the back markers because they're just not getting it done. Number two, Carlos Sainz. And, man, I think this was a young kid mistake. I really do. Did you see his burnout on pit lane? Trying to get down to speed. So he's running up front.
1: Did he lock him up pretty good?
0: He's running ahead Uh, of me. He's doing two. uh, We're we're losing Yeah, he had two, man. I was losing you.
1: Okay, now we're back. We're back now.
0: Okay. So, um, yeah, I think he just got excited because he was doing so well that he just didn't even think about his speed winger And you and I have done it virtually. I know that. 100%. 100%. But, uh, dude, he came into pits. He was full send coming on to pit lane. So, yeah, he locked up all four tires. Yeah. And obviously didn't get it because he got a five-second penalty. So, he's my number two. Number one is Nick DeVries with the winner of the – back-to-back go awards
2: the back-to-back yeah so
0: and, you know he had the bump and run in, in lap one
1: and, and just an fyi I, i'm looking at the uh the finish times it, even with that penalty carl steins is still without that penalty he's still finishing in fifth so it yeah. didn't hurt him as far as that goes but you know like a couple of weeks ago he got a penalty and it knocked him down like six spots or something yeah so anyway sorry yeah. go ahead
0: anyway that's all i had man
1: That is all for the. Oh, sorry about that. That's all for the bat markers. All right, fuel pod news going into the other racing forums that you like to cover.
0: Yeah, and and you know, hopefully, if anybody listens to it, that's great. But yeah, we got Rally Portugal. I enjoy it.
1: I learn something new every week because I don't. I don't Um, always follow these. So,
0: Rally Portugal is one of the founding rallies from 1973. So it's one of the great rallies. It's one of the oldest, obviously. Um, the early stages of this race are in, are in loose gravel, but by the time the drivers have ran them forwards and backwards multiple times and rutted them out, there's big, heavy, sharp rocks that have protruded out instead of the loose gravel. So all the teams have to raise the car height so that they won't suffer any kind of mechanical damage. Okay. So a lot of challenges on this one, and you can fly off the track here pretty quick, um, the 2022 podium for that rally was para Evans, and Sordo. Uh I, I wouldn't even count Sordo this year, but my prediction is Evans because he's on a heater. Um para could spoil it because he did last year. And Esapekalapi, because he's doing yeah. so well. I, I don't know if you saw my standings at the end on that one, but Look yeah. at that point spread. You want to talk about fun racing right now? Look at those point spreads. Yeah,
1: first is OJ sixty nine, second Elfin Evan sixty Elf nine, Robin Paris sixty uh, eight, Tannic sixty five. What's his first name? It's OIT, right? OIT. Yeah. Um, and then Terry Newville, fifty eight. I mean, that's the first big drop off. So you got first through fourth is four points. Yeah. I mean, for really first through fifth is eleven points, and yeah. then it drops way off for Assebekalapi, but.
0: Yeah, imagine if F1 was
1: that right now. But, oh, it'd be so much fun. Yeah. And I, man, I'm going to tell you, I really think, I know I'm getting off track. I really think we're close to that happening again. Yeah. Because I feel like Alonzo, maybe Alonzo, and I don't know, I'm projecting here.
2: That's but fine. if, if the
1: Ferrari it. upgrades are good and the Mercedes upgrades are good and Aston Martin continues their role.
0: Yeah.
1: Man. Now one, two, those two are spoken for, but three through 10 is going to be fun. And then next year, if everybody can take that one more step up, even if it's a half a step up towards Red Bull next year, I think looks to be really, really fun.
0: Yeah. And the weird thing that another thing relating this to rally is that rally uses the same scoring system.
1: Yeah. 25
0: points for the win and the fastest lap and that whole bit. And the only difference with rally is the constructors and how they choose that, which, you thought was kind of cool where they're only allowed to pick two of their
1: I do like that. I four do
0: teams to, to qualify or whatever for the for the win.
1: Because how would you like to if they only got to pick one team in F yeah. one? And one you pick, driver, you mean? Yeah. You pick, yeah, yeah. And you pick Max and Sergio wins. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, is it going to happen? Yes. Uh, I mean <laughs> and, and by comparison here. Um
0: Chad, I think you're on to something, man. I think you're how onto cool something. would that be? If you could how only cool pick one be? of your two teams to there's a good be,
1: fantasy league for you right there. Yeah, that's simple. That's simple right there. You pick your team. Every one of them. Whoever scores the most points. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll let you keep rolling.
0: No, man. It was fun. That was really cool. when you're absolutely right. <laughs> um, so, IndyCar this week we've got the yep. uh, GMR Grand Prix, which is we're we're in build up for Indy 500. Yep. Um But this weekend is Indianapolis at the road course. And then, like two weeks after that, is the Indy 500. Yeah. Memorial
1: Day Sunday's Indy 500. Oh.
0: So, basically, every team is camped out in Indianapolis for the whole month of May. Which is pretty um, cool. Yeah, it is. And I think that's kind of neat for the drivers and whatnot. And, you know, there's a few drivers that a lot of... It's like Monaco for F1. A lot of the drivers live there.
1: Yeah. I'm sure uh, a lot of the teams are based there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, Looking forward to the Indy 500. I'm going to watch that Indy car. I like the road courses better. I always have. Yeah. So I'm going to watch that this I'll weekend. watch this weekend. I mean, it's yeah, Mother's
1: it's- Day. Shout out. Happy Mother's Day to everybody yeah. out there. It'll be on Peacock. Uh, so we'll, I'll be watching that for sure.
0: Yeah. So GT World Challenge Europe this weekend is at Brands Hatch, which you've had some oh, recent I like experience Brands Hatch.
1: With. Like brands
0: edge. It is a classic British circuit. It's tight. It's unforgiving in a few spots. I think you would agree with me there.
1: I uh, 100% agree with you. There's really
0: only a couple good long runs at flat out. Um, I believe it really favors cars that are are highly maneuverable, which is going to be BMW, Audi, and Porsche. Um, BMW and Audi have already shown their teeth this, this year, and they're doing well. Um, Audi, or excuse me, Porsche is right there. Um, I do think we should watch for Ferrari and Mercedes to spoil um sure. america gt world challenge is in coda on may 19th i love coda i know sure, it's
1: it's quickly become one of my favorite tracks on the circuit
0: yeah and i would i mean i wish we could get down there for that that would be cool but um it's so close you know you can almost taste it yep but uh world endurance challenge had one of their big races the six hours at spa this weekend um this is kind of a huge deal but as as always with with WEC. um Toyota Gazoo racing took the first two spots, but look at that car. That's in number three.
1: It and seems like it's been right there quite a bit.
0: Yeah. It's that new. I mean, it's one of them things again, where Ferrari is on the cusp of, of dethroning Toyota Gazoo racing, which have pretty much held the title for the past few years. Um, and it's important to know this because the next race on the calendar is the 24 hour Mans on 10th. Yep. Um, so should be interesting. Porsche Penske Motorsport also doing really well coming in fourth. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see that Ferrari do well at the 24 hour. It's been a how long two, time. They haven't three. had a win since the year before Ford beat them.
1: That's how long it's been
0: for that, for that class of car. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. So that would be interesting and be fun. Um, wow. But man, that's all I got unless you want to cover some of these. I mean, cause we've already really talked about a lot of these standings and whatnot, but, we're um, right
1: at an hour, so if we need to roll on, we're good. Or if you got something you real quickly you want to talk about, it's fine with me. Man. Well,
0: you know, you're talking about just now getting into to really kind of getting it, the bite for an IndyCar, and and I'm
1: early in this. Like I haven't even got to watch a race that yet. Yeah. I and mean, this weekend, I'm going to sit down and we're gonna I'm going to do my best to watch the race this weekend.
0: Yeah, so you know, it's kind of a natural digression from F1. I think it is. It is. It's its its our F one You know, in a, in a lot of ways, and it's starting to gain traction uh, in a lot of places. I feel um,
1: like it's better racing. Um,
0: and I think that's what's driving some people to IndyCar I really do. And, you know, I hate you know, that, but at the same time, I love it.
1: Well, I think, you know what? i tell you what, I I, mean, I don't like it more than F1. F1, no. or, I mean, it's, but here's my thing. I think that I have found my love for open wheel cars. Yes. I think that's what it is. Is that I just really like Formula One. I like watching those cars go around the track. I like, I'm just in my short, time with IndyCar. I just enjoy watching them go around the track. So um, I think that's my thing. It's just, it's just another form to get to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, they're fighter pilots on the road. You know what I'm saying? It's, yep. I don't know how not to like that, but, you know, looking at, looking at what we got, Marcus Erickson's obviously, he won the Indy 500 last year, former F1 driver. Yep. Um, obviously right now he's ranked number one. Uh, Pato Award and Polo driving those McLarens. Uh, they're on the hot seat with Zach for F1. And then uh, McLaughlin, who passed—that was that cool pass on Grosjean yeah. last week—and Grosjean's fifth right now. So, really cool stuff coming out of IndyCar.
1: It's pretty cool. I mean, they got so they got Indy, Indy, and then they're in Detroit, and then what is Grand Prix at Road America? Where's Road America? at? Uh, I had to ask that. It's okay. You did. Well, I mean, yeah. who uh, you asked, who asked me did. that
0: last year, and I always forget where that. Track I think it's like I Minnesota.
1: I think it's Minnesota.
0: Michigan, maybe
1: uh for some between milwaukee and green bay and wisconsin oh
0: there you go we were both wrong and still close
1: we we did we got real close (laughs) so anyway so those are some races coming up that we'll be checking out for that so we may have a little bit more of indycar because i may get into that a little bit more so we'll see all right man i got nothing
0: that's all i got man we're right at an hour on episode 50 very Uh, calm
1: episode 50 it seems like
0: yeah it was but i'd like to take my my Opportunity to thank everybody that's helped us get this far and looking forward to pushing through past 50 and hitting that 100 milestone. That'll be exciting.
1: It's a lot of episodes, uh, bro.
0: It is, but uh, really looking forward to it. And I just want to thank Mikey and, and Farmer and all the people that have joined us on the chats uh, over some of the episodes. So thank you very much.
1: Yeah, man. I I appreciate all you guys more than <laughs> I can say. This is sometimes what, what they call it a labor of love um because yeah. sometimes it's exhausting i'm not gonna lie um you know you think you think uh, an hour podcast that's just a couple of guys doing it for fun should be easy and and but it's not there is a lot that goes into this uh there's a lot of time a lot of effort and we just really appreciate that you guys enjoy it we appreciate you know everybody on espn 105.1 for listening um anyway that's all I had. I just, I really appreciate the time. I appreciate Jay getting to come on here, even though there's a lot of times I want to smack him. Um, I do appreciate getting to come on here and argue with him and talk racing with him. And um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So oh, that
0: was, that was, uh, that was new. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which part, Eric's part or me wanting to beat the, the part, crap out of you the, sometimes? The
0: part, yeah, the part that you wanting to. To, to smack me and stuff. Every once dead, in a while, I want to choke you, Jay. God love okay, you, but I want to choke fun. you sometimes. <laughs> all jerk. right.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't, don't say that to the Army guy. I'm just yeah, the, the yeah. normal civilian. Jay's the Army guy. I'll get, you won't ever see my body again. Um, all right. Thank you guys all. Uh, follow Jay. Uh, At
0: 729
1: Neil 729 on Twitter and Twitch. Eventually, we'll race again. Probably when F123 comes out um twitter and twitch for me chat 8610 one thing that we don't do a very good job of is follow the fuel pod on twitter at pod underscore fuel or join our discord at the fuel pod i think it's actually just fuel pod it is just um, fuel pod. Katie, you know that she was on here last week dirty driving pod go check out her podcast one thing she yes, does really please. well is her discord is insane um, I don't yeah, know if she's on social part of media it,
0: in general. No, I'm not yet.
1: But. You need to get on her Discord. I don't know how she's done it, but her Discord is insanely cool. Like it links everything. I don't know if it automatically does it or whatever, but it's really cool. So it's probably anyway. got
0: Nitro, I would guess, too. Probably it gives you a lot of added features.
1: But so anyway, follow us on, on social media and we will be back next Wednesday with another show getting ready for Emma. And I'm trying to get all my stuff together here. We will see you in about a week, right? Uh, yeah, All right. All right, man. See you next week. Later, guys. Bye,
0: guys. You too, man.